with you once again. I'm glad that you could join us. Today, I have a message of hope for you. You know what the world needs right now is hope. But what the world wants to give you is hopelessness. So if you're here today and you feel like you need hope, I want you to discover the hope that's found in God. If you feel desperate, if you feel isolated, if you feel like you're all alone, God wants to shine his hope and light into your life. In fact, John chapter one, verses four and five, it says this, in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome him. So God has a light that he wants to shine into your life. He wants to give you hope and a future. So today, I want to speak about how we can have hope in dark valleys. I want you to discover that God has hope for you in dark valleys. And so I want to invite you to join me in the book of Psalms, chapter 23. I want to share with you these verses. But before I get into the text, I want to tell you a little bit about this psalm. It was written by King David before he was a king when he was a shepherd, when he was out by himself, tending to sheep, taking care of the animals, when he was fighting off bears and lions and facing all kinds of adversity, he discovered in the isolation that God was his shepherd. And today God wants us to discover that he is the great shepherd for you and I. So today I want you to open up your Bibles to Psalm chapter 23 and we're gonna read it together. We're going to discover what God has to say to us about how we can have hope in the dark valleys of life. Verse one says this, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God, today I come to you praying for those who find themselves in a dark valley, those who have lost hope, who don't feel like they have a future, who feel like they've been abandoned and forgotten by you. I pray, Lord, that today in this message and through this moment, they will discover that you are not only the God of the mountains and the hills, but you're also the God that leads us through dark valleys. You are the shepherd that leads us through and helps us move forward. And I pray, Lord, that your people today will discover that about you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Today, I want to share with you three ways we can discover hope in dark valleys. Number one, it starts with us believing that God will meet every need. God will meet every need. Verses one through three say this, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. The Bible tells us is that we don't have to lack anything because he is the shepherd. So today, if you find yourself in a place where you feel like you're lacking everything, just hold on to God. Believe that he is the shepherd for you and you'll discover that he will give you what what you need in this moment. Even if you have nothing, trust that God has everything. 
Psalm 24 verse one says this, the earth is the Lord and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. What that tells me, what that encourages me, what it tells me is that God has everything under his hand. And when I need something, he's gonna give it to me. He's gonna supply it to me. He's gonna provide it to me because he's a good father and he's a good shepherd and he's gonna give me what I need even in my moment of desperation. Even when I don't have anything, he has the power to give me exactly what I need. So he can give you rest. He can give you peace. He can give you encouragement. He will lead you in the paths that you need to go. He's a good shepherd and he's gonna lead you forward. I love what Philippians 4.19 says this. Listen closely. But my God, say it with me, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's good news for us today, church. We can trust that God is gonna supply all of our needs even if we have nothing in our hand, even if we're desperate for a job, even if our finances are dwindling, God can and will supply because he is the good shepherd that has everything under control. You know, one of the things that we say here at Westover very often is when you are down to nothing, God is up to something. I'm gonna add one more thing to that. When you are down to nothing, God is up to something because he is everything. He has everything under his control. So if you need a job, go to him. If you need finances, go to him. If you need more opportunities, go to him. If you need peace or love or joy or encouragement, go to him. He will supply those needs to you because he's the good shepherd. The second way to discover hope in dark valleys is to believe God will lead you through the valley. God, he will lead you through the valley. Now, David, when he was a shepherd, he learned something about sheep. For you see, Sheep, this is something many of us, we don't know. Sheep are actually blind. They can only see things up close. They can't see things far away. And so what do sheep do when they are blind, when they can't seem to see what is right in front of them? They have to trust the voice of the shepherd. This is what John 10, 27 says. It says, my sheep, listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. If you find yourself in a dark valley, Listen to the voice of Jesus. Let him be the one to lead you out of the dark valley. You may not be able to see the things that are right in front of you, but his voice and his word will lead you through. So if you can't seem to see what the future holds, go to God's word, look in his word. His word will speak life and truth and it will lead you out of the dark place that you find yourself in. Psalm 23, verse four and five says this, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Verse five says this, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I wanna reassure you that God will speak to you even in the dark valley. I wanna encourage you, if you're in the dark, remember what God told you in the light. If you are in a dark valley right now in your life, remember what God told you in the light. There are things that he whispered to you. There are truths that he spoke to you. There are encouragements that he showed you through his word that you can hold on to and that you can hold fast to because he is always speaking truth even in the darkest moments of life. The reason I know this is because I've been in the dark valley. In 2015, I was in the darkest season of my light, life. I was clinically depressed. In fact, I was clinically depressed for two years. 
A situation had come my way that I didn't create that threatened my career. And I felt desperate and afraid and hopeless. During the day, I was a counselor giving hope and light to people. But at night, I was hopeless. In fact, on the darkest moment of my life, I was up in the middle of the night while my family was asleep. And I had thoughts. I said to myself, maybe my family would be better off without me. I sensed the enemy whispering lies to my mind and to my heart saying, it's never going to get better. You're always going to be stuck. Your family doesn't deserve the grief. You might as well give up. You might as well throw in the towel. You might as well stay here. Your family doesn't deserve this. I felt hopeless. But somehow, the voice of God cut through the darkness And he reminded me that even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And I'm here to tell some of you who find yourself in a dark valley of your life, maybe the darkest moment that you've ever been in, that he will lead you through because he is with you. If God can rescue Joseph from a pit and prison, if he can shut the mouth of lions for Daniel, if he can rescue Jesus from the grave, he can do the same for you. He will lead you through the valley because he is the God of the hills and the valleys and he will lead you through it. He will silence the voice of the enemy and he will even prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. So when the enemy is chattering at you, you can say, he's gonna lead me through because he is with me. He's even promised to provide for me even in the darkest moment because he is the good shepherd. One thing that I discovered in this dark moment is that God is always speaking light and truth over us. I found him whispering in my spirit multiple times, Jonathan, you're gonna make it. Jonathan, you can go through this. Jonathan, you're my son, and I'm gonna carry you through. I will lead you through this dark valley. I've discovered that if he leads you to it, he will lead you through it. Some of you, you need to hold on to that. You may have not decided for this specific moment and this specific situation, but I want you to trust that if he leads you to it, he will lead you through it. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will lead you through the dark valley. You can trust him. The good news is, is that God led me through that. He led me through that dark moment. And in an instant, he solved the situation and the fog lifted and the depression lifted and the anxiety lifted and he saved me from that moment. But in that moment, he proved that he was the God who could get me through. And if you're willing to trust him, he will carry you through too. He is good and faithful. He is good and faithful and you can trust him. In fact, there's a song that offers me a lot of encouragement and and we're gonna sing it at the end of our time is Waymaker. I wanna read these words to you. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. And some of you, you need to let that song be the anthem of your heart for this season, that he is the way maker, that he is the way and the truth and the life, and that he's gonna lead you through this difficult moment, that he hasn't forgotten you, that he hasn't abandoned you, that he hasn't let you all by yourself, that you can trust him. You may not be able to see what's right in front of you, but he's speaking truth and life over you, and you can hold fast to it, that he who began a good work is faithful to bring it to completion. He will lead you through it. 
So if you find yourself in a desperate moment, maybe one of the things you need to do is just worship. For me, worship is my weapon against worry. I find that lifting up the name of Jesus takes my focus off myself and allows me to elevate him. Elevate him above my problems, above my struggles, above my difficulties, above the valley that I'm in. If I lift him up, I find that he lifts me up. Here's another thing that you can do. The second thing that you can do if you find yourself in a dark valley is to believe in Jesus. The only way that Jesus can save you from the dark valley is if he's your shepherd and your savior and your Lord. And today I'm gonna give you that opportunity to decide to make him your shepherd, your savior, and your Lord. Number two, take care of yourself. Number three, actually take care of yourself. Eat right, sleep right, and exercise. Some of us, we need to take care of ourselves. In fact, the author and survivor of the Holocaust, Viktor Frankl, said this, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. You may not be able to control what's happening to you, but you can control what is happening around you. We need to change ourselves in this moment. The fourth thing is to reach out. Be willing to talk to a friend. Be willing to talk to your spouse. Don't stay isolated. That's one of the things that I did is I stayed isolated for such a long time. Isolation is the devil's playground. That's where he begins to chatter in your mind and tell you lies and tell you all kinds of things. And what happens is that if you're all by yourself, you start believing those lies. You start believing that you're hopeless. You start believing that God's not gonna rescue you. So get out of isolation. He will discourage you in the dark because he wants to defeat you. The next thing that you can do is get professional help. Get professional help. Be willing to go to your doctor. Now I know we're believers and we believe that God is the God of miracles, but he also uses doctors to help us out. Medication is not the enemy. Talk to your doctor. Be willing to let them help you out in this area. It's not the enemy. For you see, if you're depressed or you're anxious, what that means is that there's certain parts of your brain that are more active than normal and medication turns down the lights in those areas. And there's places in your brain that are underactive and medication turns up the light in those areas so that there's balance. The other way to get professional help is to talk to a counselor. Now I'm a counselor, but I'm a counselor who has been to counseling before and it helped. So go to my social media today. I have some referrals if you're here in San Antonio to encourage you, to help you go forward. But if you're out of town, here's what I wanna say. I want you to go to emerge.org or aacc.net, emerge.org or aacc.net and find a referral. They have a national network where you can get help and hope and you can have someone who's a believer speak life and truth into your life. God doesn't want us to do life alone. He doesn't want us to struggle all by ourselves in the darkness. He wants to lead us forward. The third way to discover hope in dark valleys is to believe God will provide overflow blessings. He will not only meet your needs, but he will also overflow in your life. Verse five and six say this, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God wants to pour out something over us. You see, one thing about shepherds in this challenging time is that 
what shepherds would do in ancient times is that they'd actually carry a container of oil. And the reason they would carry a container of olive oil was part of their responsibility was to anoint the head of the sheep. For you see, sheep, they had problems. They had difficulties. And what what the shepherd would do is he'd pour this oil over their head for their protection. One of the big struggles that sheep have in the summer, I know this is gross, but it's nose flies. There are flies that go up into the nasal cavity and they lay eggs. And what the sheep do is they actually, they're so frustrated by it that they start banging their head against rocks and trees because they want relief. They want to be free from the flies. I began to think about you and I, maybe some of us, we're like that. We have the flies of anxiety or depression or worry swarming around us and we're banging our head against the wall. We're frustrated. And what God is saying, will you just let me anoint you? For you see the anointing, what it would do for the sheep is it would wash away the flies. It would protect them. It's like that verse that says, he will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding and it will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. That's what the anointing does for us. It protects us from the pestilence that comes at us. us. The second reason why shepherds would actually anoint the head of sheep is to provide healing. For you see, olive oil, it has medicinal qualities. And when the sheep would cut themselves on their face, he would pour the oil over them and it would bring about healing. Isaiah tells us that by his stripes, we are healed. That's the anointing we get the privilege of receiving from him. He anoints our head with oil to protect us, not only from pestilence and from the things that bother us, but also to provide healing. But the anointing just doesn't heal us. It actually, it provides breakthrough. It provides breakthrough. I've discovered that while worship is my weapon against worry, anointing breaks the yoke. Anointing, it breaks the yoke. Isaiah 10, 27 says this, that the anointing breaks the yoke. And I say hallelujah and amen to that. I need the anointing for my life because it breaks the yoke of the things that are all over me. Some of you, you're broken. You're depressed You're anxious and you can't shake it and you've tried everything and you don't know what else to do. In that moment, what you need to do is you need to worship. You need to enter into God's presence and you need to ask Jesus, say, Jesus, I need you to anoint me. I need you to provide breakthrough. I need you to save me from these things that are bothering me in my mind and heart that are keeping me up at night, that are making me anxious and feel like I don't have a future. Let God break the things that are breaking you. Let him break the things that are breaking you. Let him break through and bring hope and light to you. To receive the anointing, we must pursue the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to meet us right where we're at. And what I've discovered is that in those moments, he will provide the anointing. But the other benefit is, as verse five says, is that our cup will begin to overflow. Some of you feel empty right now. You're listening and you say, I'm empty. Oh, so empty. And you say, God, I don't know what else to do. What you do is you worship. You worship and you ask for the anointing. 
But the only way that you get the anointing is by saying yes to Jesus. It's by making him savior and shepherd and Lord of your life. And some of you, you say, I want the anointing in my life. I want that breakthrough in my life. But what you need to do at this moment is to decide to say yes to Jesus. And saying yes to Jesus is as simple as ABC. A, we acknowledge that we need Jesus, that we're sinners in need of a savior. We B, believe that he died on the cross to pay for our sins and to provide us with eternal life. And C, confess with our mouth from our heart that we want him to be in charge of our life. And so if you're at this point, maybe you've never made a decision for Christ. Maybe you need to come back to him. I want you to say this prayer and I want you to say it from the deepest part of your heart. The Bible says is that those who have a broken and contrite heart, he does not despise them. And when we cry from the depths of our heart, he hears us. So say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I need you. I'm desperate. I'm broken, I'm without hope. And you went to a cross to die for me. And I need you right now in my life. I choose today to ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. I confess you as Lord and Savior and shepherd of my life. Transform my life. Give me peace and hope and a future today tomorrow and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer with me, I wanna be the first to congratulate you and welcome you to the family of God. God loves you. You are now part of the family of God. You're in the shepherd's fold. He now can protect you. And now what I wanna invite you to do is go to the comments and type Jesus. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, or rededicate your life to Jesus, type Jesus in the comments. We wanna know, we wanna celebrate with you. We wanna encourage you. I also wanna ask one other thing. If you're typing Jesus in the comments, I'd love for you to follow the instructions on the screen or click on the comments. There's a, a, a place in the comments, a link that you can click on. We wanna hear from you. You can text new life to the number on the screen or go to the comments. We wanna hear from you. We want to encourage you in this new walk with Jesus. And now I wanna lead you in pursuing the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It's very simple. It's going to Jesus and saying another prayer and saying, say this with me, say, Jesus, I want you to anoint me. You died to provide the anointing and I need a breakthrough. And I ask that you would pour over your Holy Spirit over me, that you would overflow me, that you would fill my cup to overflowing. I wanna dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I wanna experience heaven here on earth. I wanna experience you in a brand new and fresh way. I need you, Jesus, amen. If you're a spirit-filled believer, I wanna encourage you right now to just pray in the spirit. If you have your family there with you, have them stand with you, gather them together, begin to pray over them. Let's pursue the anointing of the Lord.